going deep. I feel like Kalo on the Miami Heat. The words I speak off this sheet are like a three-peat. I don't just hop on a track. I bring running cleats. I'm a player for real, more than an athlete. Let my mama tell it. Could have ran for the Senate. Instead, I penned it for Donovan Bennett. I'm cemented. This a deep dive. In your headphones or a long drive. Up close and personal, just like you courtside. They ain't no out of bounds here. No offsides. We going live in one, two, three, four, five. You are now tuned in to Going Deep with Donovan Bennett. Thank you, Capital. That's right. This is the Going Deep podcast, and I am Donovan Bennett. And when we dreamed up this show here at the Sportsnet Radio Network, episodes like this one is actually exactly what we had in mind. We have a special episode coming up for you celebrating the stories, the history, and achievements of Black Canadian athletes brought to you in partnership with our friends at CBC and the release of Black Life untold stories. Now, if you haven't heard about the project yet, let me inform you. This is black history like it's never been told before. In fact, we're not waiting for Black History Month in February. We're telling it right now, and hopefully you consume it now and throughout the year. Groundbreaking stories with black leads that are often shocking and can range from inspiring to igniting, hopefully, important conversations, not just amongst black Canadians, but all Canadians. The Black Life Untold Stories series is a black-led production that hopefully reframes the complex histories and experiences of black people in Canada. It's an eight-part documentary series that is already on CBC Gem and premiering on CBC TV, so you can consume it right now. You get a mix of archival materials and different types of storytelling throughout that both old school and contemporary audiences really, really will grow to love based off of talking about issues like slavery, black empowerment, hip-hop, immigration, art, literature, policing, settlements, and, of course, sports. And there is intersectionality of all of those issues, specifically when it comes to black people. But my interest, obviously is in sports. I like when my food touches, though, with other areas of our culture. And that's what I want to spend time really reflecting on and digging in on with this episode, using the Black Life Untold Story series as a platform to do just that. So it would be remiss of me if we didn't actually touch base with a couple of the people who are behind the entire series. That would be executive producer Leslie Norville and consulting producers Shad, who you know his work as a host and storyteller himself, and the right honorable mission. I wanted to find out from them where the ambition came from to have such a series and how some of the lessons that are taught and explained thoroughly throughout all eight episodes, including the episode about sports that is to come, more than a game, have real through lines into some of the conversations we are having in a sporting context right now. So let's go deep on all things Black Life Untold Stories on Going Deep. The story of this country is incredibly hidden. Canadians of generations have been miseducated. We've just been lied to and tricked. 
there's this palpable sense of alienation where you were expected to know your place. You were not part of the white man's country. And they began to challenge that. Blacks are getting increasingly fed up with a police force they consider racist. We were failed by history. We were all dispossessed. But we don't talk about that. We have so many amazing black histories in Canada. Whether it's Montreal, Halifax, or Vancouver, we were never meant to prosper here. Look where we are under that legacy. Canada wasn't this promised land. It was another step in a journey for freedom. We can't sit around and say that, oh, it's not gonna change. No, we have to do everything in our power to do that. There has to be a certain degree of audacity and imagination. We are here. We have been here. These stories are us. These are all means of black people organizing their lives against erasure. But we're up for the fight because it's beautiful being black in Canada. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank all three of you for contributing to what was an amazing uh, piece of work. Um, I'll just open up with the group and ask, why was this a needed uh, piece of work? I think uh, the greatest need is really to make sure that, you know, there's full recognition, first, of the presence the experience, um, the reality of blackness in Canada. Um, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a matter also of, of coming together and for the common good to make sure that we know the history we share. Uh, we know how history also has failed us um, because things could have should have happened differently than in, you know, that ideology of, of you know, white supremacy and colonization. Uh, and, and, you know, people and civilizations could have met totally differently. Um, we cannot explain racism today if we don't address, you know, the roots uh, and and the motivation uh, of, uh, of 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 racism. Um, so I think for the benefit of all of all Canadians, it's wonderful to have these untold stories, and and it's wonderful to show also the expertise, the powerful voices that exist within you know um, you know the communities of, of, of African descent in in, in Canada. That's um, that's what's so exciting about that series. It's uh, it's powerful. Um, it's um, there's pedagogy in it. We're learning. Even us. I mean, we've learned a lot of things through the research, the wonderful research that has been done, and all these voices that you know came together and to speak about the experience. So yes, it's 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 a major piece. It's a major piece. I love that, and Leslie, you know. Uh that we could be we as black people or we as Canadians. The title is for me really instructive. Black life untold stories. Those stories that haven't been told both to us broadly, but both to us, to ourselves within our communities. I never learned 
about black history in school growing up. So watching the series, I was excited to think about the application of this in schools for kids. How important was it to know that you're, you're telling a story maybe for, for two different audiences at the same time, black Canadians, but all Canadians. Yeah, it was very important. Um, you know, as you said, I, I didn't learn any of this in, uh, in elementary school, high school, university. And I think um, uh, we've done a disservice to ourselves as Canadians, but it's also important, um, I think, for Black people in Canada to feel acknowledged, to be seen. That's very important with the show um, and with these untold stories to like have our experiences seen, heard, validated. So um, yeah, it's, it was very important to make sure that we're speaking to all Canadians um, and there we always had an eye on that as we were um, moving forward with the show. Dad, you're a storyteller and an entertainer at the same time. And one of the things that I struggle with is sometimes Black history is boring. It's encyclopedic and it's not engaging. You know the importance of entertaining and educating at the same time. What for you uh, was the importance of doing that with this series? Yeah, I love that Leslie's vision for the series was that uh, there's eight different directors for like a different director for each episode. So let's keep it visually interesting. Let's keep it visually dynamic. Um, let's have a sort of artistic spirit to it as well was like the original vision. Laura, uh, Leslie can correct me if I'm wrong, but to have this spirit of artistry to it. So of course we're telling stories, but we're telling stories um, in a creative way, in an entertaining way, in a way that is sort of, um, I think it's fair to say this, the way that we tell stories in our communities, right? Mm -hmm. Which is which is the spirit of, of of fun and beauty, right? So that's infused throughout the series, which really kind of um, interested me and I thought was a really great approach to take um, with it. it. It was the same thing when when I was working on Hip Hop Evolution. I loved that the the directors and the editors had a mind for, hey, hip hop is fun. So the show should be fun. And I think also Black communities are creative and are beautiful and the show should be creative and beautiful and, and dynamic. Um, the different directors for each episode also just keeps it interesting and speaks to, um, speaks to how dynamic we are too, which is so important to not just, you know, give this sense that we are monolithic, right? It's like, no, we have we are different and we also have different creative voices. So all of that, I think, kept it, kept the series um, entertaining and engaging. Um, and also, yeah, there's a message in that, like I said, of, of us not being a monolith. I think there's this, what you see is also uh, the terrific power of the arts uh, to, to actually convey a message, to make people understand. Um, because all the themes, everything that is raised in in this uh, you know series, is very profound and intense, and 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 I think that the arts can you know can convey that. I think documentary filmmaking can convey that, and to have uh, as he said you know different filmmakers at work, um, 
speaking from also across Canada and, 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 and telling, you know, this compelling story of, of the Black experience in Canada is, is quite, quite amazing because it's also, it's also very personal. It's also full of, full of, uh, full of emotions. Uh, there's a point of view. There's a point of view. And, and that's, uh, and it's from, it's from that Black perspective, from, from, you know, perspectives and, and, and from, um, you know, uh, how even personally uh, we are affected by this reality of, of exclusion and, and how much, you know, exclusion is creating. And, and that's the beauty of this series uh, is to tackle that. Exclusion is creating a deficit, a deficit of participation, a deficit of ideas, of energies, of synergies, of, of possibilities. So I think what the series does is to show uh, how much, you know, uh, to show the value of what we have to bring, of our, of our contribution to this country, you know. And, um, and it's wonderful. I don't know when you, you watched it yourself, if you felt that, you know, that what is, it is revealing is a richness. No question. Leslie, one of the ways the Black Canadians have contributed to this country is through sports uh, and athletics. And there's been a lot of gold medals won for this country on the backs of uh, Black people. In telling a full picture of, of the Black experience, why was sports something that you wanted to talk? Well, I'll just correct you a little bit here. So it's not a full experience. It's a it's a full sum experience. Uh, I I just uh, caution um, people to not think that this is it because there's so many more stories that um, are not included in the series. And so um, we're telling a full sum story, but not the full story. Um, but yeah, your question is a great one. I think it was really important to kind of address um, uh, sports in the series because in a lot of ways, uh, we've been kind of, there's a lot of like story stereotypes that go along with the uh, with black people, the idea, the stories of black people and sports. And so um, it was really important to kind of like disrupt some of these ideas um, that come up, come out when you're talking about black people in sports. And, and, um, one of, the, uh, one of those is to, to like really step outside. Um, some of the ideas is just basketball, um, it's just track and field. We looked at boxing. We did look at track and field, but we, we, you know, we, um, amazing, amazing athlete, uh, Valerie Jerome, who's the sister of um, Harry Jerome, whose story had gone, gone untold, um, even though she was a, an excellent athlete in her own right. So it was really important to kind of like, not just tell untold stories, but also to kind of shake up the, um, the tropes and the ideas that have been ingrained um, uh, around Blackness and sport. You know, uh one of the lines really struck me, you know, Canada may have been a haven, but it was no heaven, which is bar number one, right? Like that's just a lyric, but it could have been, you know, the, the title of the entire series, not just an episode. How important was it for the three of you to communicate that we're grading on a curve and we're not maybe as nice and polite uh, to black people as uh, we think. 
I think it's a process of truth. And it's something that we are engaging in as uh, Black Canadians, and I can speak also of the National Black Canadian Summit uh, that my foundation uh, has is making possible. It's, the next one will be in Montreal. We and and I think there's something happening now that is not a moment; it's a movement where we are taking the floor. We are speaking out in the continuity of all that has been done before us. And we're saying um, to, to Canada, we're saying to Canada, listen, recognition is a matter of justice. Mm-hmm. Without recognition, so as we are being denied in our presence, our contribution, our condition, you know, uh, in the official history, you all said never you know, never learned it at school. And and this is this is something that is not acceptable. And as we are saying that, what we are doing is really fighting for justice because with no recognition, there's no justice. And with no recognition and justice, how can we even consider, you know, a fair, responsible uh, development in Canada? So, and, 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 and then, you know, the risk is that the future takes its revenge when you know the present doesn't recognize the wrongs of the past. So, so the stories may be difficult to listen to, and there are things that come out, you know, from that series that are, you know, they're kind of difficult to listen to. Uh, they're harsh, uh, but it's necessary because otherwise, you know, we cannot speak of nation building in Canada. <laughs> Because the future of Canada, as my good friend, you know, L. Jones said, you know, is also black. <laughs> and, and we are here and we need to tell the story that has been denied for so long. So, so, um, so th- that's, that's the important, you know, I think uh, the, the powerful part of, 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 this whole series and that we and and that will be shared with with all Canadians it's it's major it's essential you know shad I, I was watching the story of hip-hop be exposed in the series and I couldn't help but look at the parallels to the story of sport in fact that oftentimes you need one person to do it for others to believe that it's possible oftentimes you need to go to America to be co-signed before you're loved here in Canada, why do you think those dynamics are at play in these two genres where we have really outpunched our weight in, in terms of what we've given to the culture? Yeah, you know, music and sports are both two things that bring people together and that also put issues on a platform. And that's why I love both of them. And that's what I think those episodes do is they show, wow, look at the power of sport. Look how we're all drawn to it and look at what it's reflecting back to us, Mm -hmm. you know, about how we see ourselves, about how we understand black communities in this country. And one thing I love that those episodes do um, and that the whole series does is to your to your um, to your quote about a, a haven, but not a heaven is it shows here are the ways 
in which Black Canadian life was, is unique and distinct. And here are the ways in which it's the same as same struggles that we face everywhere on this planet. And also, here are the ways in which we are actually the same people. You know, if you think of, you were alluding to Drake um, in your comment, it's like Drake is Canadian and American, um, right? So it's like also our identities and, and the story of hip hop is very similar, right? Because hip hop has so much Caribbean roots. And so some of the pioneers of hip hop, like DJ Cool Herc, grew up in Jamaica. So many of the pioneers of hip hop in Canada are, are from the Caribbean. So it is literally the same people right? Which is something that we're not taught. We're taught that something stops at the 49th parallel. It's like, no, 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 no. Black identity is so much more fluid than that. And I just love nuancing that understanding for all of Canadians. So we, like Madame Jean said, we, I think we're at a point in our society where we're trying to figure out who we can be going forward that we can all be proud of. And that mm -hmm. comes from having shared stories that mm -hmm. are rich, that are full. And like this series is such a contribution to that and sports and music, especially because we love them so much and because they bring us together and they bring us so much joy. They put those issues and those stories on a platform where we can all learn from them. So um, I'm excited about that with the show for sure. As am I. And lastly, before I let you go, you know, we are having a conversation continually as you talk about you know, putting issues on a platform about who really is Canadian and how welcoming we should be to people from elsewhere. Um, immigration and migration is something that really um, was tackled well um, in, uh, in in the series and, and actually made me think, you know, I need to go find my grandparents and talk to them about their stories before they're gone so I can pass them on to my kids and, and continue that legacy when I look at our athletes that are competing, that are black Canadians, they're from elsewhere, but they come here um, and they bring the entire country pride. From each of you and Madame Jean, we'll, we'll start with you. If you hope people leave with, with one thing um, of an understanding of why uh, black Canadians are important, why welcoming our borders for others is important, what would it be? I think it's exactly what you you you, you mentioned. Uh, you know, I think we are we bring something that has a global dimension to this country, and this represents also an incredible opportunity for this country. So we need to be considered for that, because when we are excluded and we are marginalized, and we're not, you know. Um, considered with everything that we have to bring to this country, because it, it creates a deficit of participation, uh, because we, you know, we, we excluded. Um, it's, it's a loss, it's, it's a gigantic loss. So what, what we are providing, you, you, you talked about our pride, talent, competences, capacities, energies, synergies is so essential and also we're bringing you know a breath of 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 air that is coming from 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 you know the rest of the planet 
because we 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 you know we come with with a lot of experience and and we add our stories to 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 Canada's history <laughs> so so i think how can we deprive ourselves of this doesn't make sense so so i think to the, the way it is said with powerful voices and and like very robust you know content and knowledge is is wonderful and at the same time with creativity um with emotions um it's all it's all beauty <laughs> i think it's uh, it's rich it's dense it's great <laughs> it is uh shad and then the, the leslie what do you want yeah uh, i think the thing i'm most excited about like leslie said it's it's not completely comprehensive of course that can't be done but i love the fact that there's this document that's out there now that is um not comprehensive but a great overview you know this didn't exist like we've all said for us growing up and going through schools this series where you can go and you can learn about all of these different aspects of black canadian life that really cements i think in the minds of of black canadians but all canadians this sense that we have been here for a long time we've contributed to this country for a long time we've dealt with a lot for a long time. I just think it's a tremendous contribution to our national history and uh, and to our culture. Well, you both said it all, but I guess I will just uh, end on saying that, you know, for, for me, I think the hope is that um, this show, one, um, exposes our histories, gets people excited about learning and diving deeper. And I hope um, it also inspires everyone to, you know, become the Canada that we say we are. Um, yeah, because we're we're not there yet. We're not. Well, thank you. I'll, I'll share what it's done for me, because as a young boy, my first real understanding of what it meant to be black was watching the news with my grandparents and them saying, dear Lord, please don't let it be a black person when a criminal is being described. And I understood when Ben Johnson was being covered, when he won, he was Canadian. And when he was uh, found to be guilty, he was a West Indian. And, and that was my experience of what it meant to be black. So I love the fact that on CBC, people will understand and experience what it means to be black in an entirely different way. And twofold, it's difficult at the same time to be uh, oppressed and an educator. And sometimes I don't want to explain things. And so now I have an amazing series that I could point to people and say, go watch episode one, go watch episode two, go watch episode three um, and, and be on your own discovery. So I don't have to explain what our experience is like uh, day to day. You guys have done that for me. So thank you so much uh, for the beautiful piece of work. Thank you. thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much to those three for the time and perspective. There is a sports tie to the production of this series that I have not yet mentioned, and that would be one P.K. Subban, who obviously has had an impact on these conversations as an athlete, an activist, a philanthropist, and now a storyteller. And I, I do want to give you a bit of background on the sports episode of this series. I mentioned it earlier. It's called More Than a Game. It really illuminates the struggles and triumphs of black Canadians while celebrating their contributions, both famous and lesser known, 
in sport. It looks at the 400 years of black people and their experience, but also how that relates to sports specifically. But there is another episode that is not only very good, but you might be surprised to know, has some correlation to a sporting context, and that would be Northern Beats, the story of black Canadians through the lens of hip-hop. And as we know, in its 50th year, hip-hop and sporting culture go hand-in-hand. We'll have that further conversation after this break. My name is Lucille Bryan. I'm Clifton Bryan. My grandson is a show. And I'm so happy that you are listening to Going Deep with Donovan Bennett. I'm so glad that you had the show. Thank you. Thanks so much, Grandma and Granddad, to examples of black excellence, if I don't say so myself. Within this country, like many Canadians, they immigrated here, and that actually is the subject of one of my favorite episodes in this series. It's called Migrations, episode four, about how black migrants share intimate and personal stories of trying to create a home in Canada, something that they did. Now, something that their offspring did, the generation just before me, was create a home via a new culture, a new sound. And that would be hip-hop in its culture. And the rise of hip-hop in Canada is not just because we have many talented artists, it's because we infuse the culture here in Canada, the influence certainly from the United States, just south of us, as it was birthed in New York, but also the influence from our many cultures, whether it be West Indian, Caribbean, or African. And that has become the Canadian hip-hop sound, which is the subject of episode three. Northern Beats, about the pioneers of Canadian hip-hop telling their story through music and also, obviously, through feature interviews, talking about the exploits of people like Maestro Fresh Wes and Mishy Me and the Dream Warriors. And one of the things that correlates in terms of the rise of hip-hop in Canada and the rise of sports, specifically for black Canadians, was the fact that many needed to go south to be co-signed for opportunity, for resources before they were fully loved up north. And so I wanted to unpack that a little bit and figure out why that is, number one, and if, in fact, that still is the case, both in a hip-hop context but also in a sporting context. And to help me do that is the director of Northern Beach, Will Prosper, and also one of the people where that was somewhat true and a contributor to this series, Mishimi. So this is a fun episode of the series if you really want to check it out northern beats is one i definitely think you need to watch first it delves into things like the licenses for hip-hop stations and how difficult they were to grant early on and support for artists like drake and the weekend making their careers today as global superstars but first getting a big start in the united states not too different from someone like rj barrett or andre degrasse So let's go deep on Northern Beats, one of the strong episodes of the Black Life Untold Stories series. Thanks, Will. I know your time (laughs) is uh, tight. Um, You know, when you look at the series and you look at the influence Black Canadians have had on hip-hop and how they've really had to climb uphill to do it, to me it does parallel the influence that they've had in in sport 
what are the the key you know takeaways that you found in doing the work and the research that made the influence of black people despite the structure in something like music or something like sport um what was the key thing that made them able to succeed that's amazing the parallel that you made with sports because i never thought about it but once you've mentioned it, it, it it's so obvious you know we have some of the greatest uh, rapper since you know black canadians been here uh, some of the greatest artists and it's the same thing for sports but it just feels like it's never recognized at home until they win something big outside of canada and once they do that i remember you know the sprinters i remember some boxers uh, you can have some even some hockey players you know so it's something that we don't recognize over here at home but the black communities in canada we all know these the, the greatness that we have you know for these different rappers and we all know the struggles that they, they went through uh, to make it uh, till this day and, and that's what i'm trying to highlight in this uh, documentary it's all these different doors that were blocked even though they had the great greatness and the way that they persisted and just killed those doors uh, or just went through these doors i should say and, and that's what i find amazing you know i remember i was doing an interview with mishimi back in the canadian urban music awards in 2005 i believe and she said something that stayed with me she said persistence beats resistance and that in itself it's perhaps you know what the documentary is trying to tell because you know you have such amazing artists that you see like maestro mishimi dream warriors that had to go outside of canada to showcase their talent and never had the infrastructures to carry what they brought in this canadian culture and now you see a drake and he's outside of that infrastructure still so it begs the question, you know, we should have been way ahead of our time if we supported these different artists. Yeah, it's certainly true in hip hop as it is in sports. There are structures that work against these people. In your case, you showcase the fact that a simple thing like getting a radio license for hip hop music was something that was controversial and difficult. Why do you think that is? Is it because the overall infrastructure is in itself racist? Do you think the individual people um, in Canada um, didn't understand or um, maybe didn't care to understand? Uh, I think it's did not care to understand. I, I think it was pretty obvious, you know, all the youth, you know, especially in the 1990s, if you go back to these days, they were listening to music and they were listening to Canadian music. You know, they, there was much music that was a huge success. You know, people were just waiting you know teens people in their under 35 they were just watching that and that's just not black people it's you know all of the youth in canada that was watching these uh phenomenon from canada that were just blowing it in much music but there was no airwaves to showcase their talent so they were really limited and they fight for so many years to have just a license i think you know with the systemic racism of course perhaps it's unconscious perhaps it's some bias but they were not having it for whatever the reason that they were finding because it was making money and it could have made so much more money. Uh, so it's not a surprise when you see today the success that these artists have nowadays, 
well, you know, this kind of success that Drake have, Justin Bieber, all these different artists, you know, The Weeknd, Party Next Door, all these different people that are from Canada that have worldwide success. It should have been the case for people like Mishimi, Maestro Flesh West, and all the people that followed. Hi, Mishi. Hi. Thanks for for joining. We talked about the parallels of you know, hip hop and its plight, and for Black Canadians, is the plight for uh, uh, Black athletes, and, and, and even in the the era, you know how big of a cosign it was to see uh, a Canadian sports team logo in a hip hop video. Um, and, and what that meant uh, culturally. Do you see the, the parallels of uh, the struggle of the genre uh, in Canada uh, for Black people as well as, you know, us as sports fans or athletes looking for uh, some respect, uh, you know, in North America? Absolutely, the parallels are all there because I think um, even in coming out of school, it's either music or sports to the most young youth that are just trying to find themselves in place and so it, it almost seems like there was no opportunity. A, funding in both areas made us less, I don't know, we couldn't compete worldwide with um, how we so, so the struggle is, is definitely there. And it's actually focused on one and two people, because it seems like only one and two people um, in the Black community be, community could be notified, notarized or notice, noticed at one time. So there's a lot of pressure uh, across the board even in just trying to make it and the peer pressure in itself. So the struggle is definitely there in hip-hop and in sports. I definitely see the similarities. And, and lastly, you know, I, as a kid growing up, uh, when I would turn on the TV and I turn on the news, if I saw, you know, a black Canadian, it was either because they were a suspect in a crime or an athlete. Yeah. Uh, how important is it for this series? Certainly things have changed over time, but for this series to be showcast, uh, showcased on our uh, national broadcaster for everyone, Black Canadians and all Canadians, to see uh, the different heights and exploits that, that Black Canadians uh, ha have reached. Will, what's your perspective? Well, I always had the feeling, especially over in Canada, that, you know, uh, Black communities, they were almost just watching what was going on in Canada, not being active in changing the different structures that we see in Canada, not active in the culture in Canada, not active in the sports in Canada, not active in also literature and arts and stuff like that. And what this documentary does is that, you know, it brings you a different lens and all these different accomplishments and all these different struggles, but all these doors that they break through and everything that we accomplish in this Canadian culture. And if it wasn't for Canadian, a lot of this culture would not be as rich as it is nowadays. It wouldn't be there in music, it wouldn't be there in sports, it wouldn't be there in arts. And also, it changed also some laws because, you know, there were some laws that were really brutal towards Black Canadians. So I think it gives you a, a, an, an amazing lens and a portrait of everything, or it's not everything because there's so much to cover, to be honest, but of some stuff that was that is not known by all of Canadians, including Black Canadians. So it gives you a sense of belonging. To this community and that you know you're you have the legacy as a black person and that legacy impacts everybody in canada it's just not black people awesome missy it also helps um explain some of the trauma that um generations have you know grown up with whether you came here 
in the 60s, 70s, 80s, um, 90s, and you're a child of that generation, it really helps to explain some of the things that we were just left out of in terms of the scene. It's like you know, we want to get celebrated on Caravana um, or, you know, New Year's, you get the makeup. It made us do events like the Black Ball, the Black This, the Black That, because we were, we were just not relevant. And you would see Christmas specials, you would see other specials, and it was like we weren't a part of the community, and we didn't celebrate holidays, and it was, we were just excluded from everything. So I think this this film and series actually lets you see some of the trauma <laughs> and explains it, um, because there's a generation after us that kind of doesn't know that we went through what we went through here in Canada. We hear about you know the American historic um, you know barriers that has been put up, but we don't see. We hear rumors of the ones in Canada. We don't actually get to see them. So I think this is going to be an asset to explain a lot of the trauma. Well, it can be work to explain it. Uh, and so thank you for giving us uh, this guidebook that we all as Black Canadians can point people to, uh, to go learn, educate, explore, um, and show respect to where we've come from. Thank you so much for this. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks again to Will and Mishimi and all of our guests. And thank you for listening. This episode of Going Deep was brought to you in partnership with CBC's eight-part docu-series, Black Life Untold Stories, which you can watch for free right now on CBC Jump.